Welcome to The Foreign Object. I'm your host, The New Age Rudo. I'm here with my co-host, as always, Walk with Geo on Twitter. And uh, we got a lot to talk about on this week of Thanksgiving. We had Survi- the Survivor Series. The Survivor Series. Don't get it wrong. On Sunday. Um, and a lot going on in the wrestling world this weekend oh, that yeah. people were talking about. Um, a situation including uh, our former world champion, WCW world champion to be exact, David Arquette. Um, it was a bit of a situation in a it match was a he had. Slobber knocker. Yeah, in a match he had against uh, Nick Gage. Yeah, Nick Gage. At Joey Janela's LA Confidential mm-hmm. event. They had a death match where. Um, some things kind of went wrong um, in the death match, including a light bulb. Yeah, a light tube. Yeah, light tube bulb thing. You know um, those? I, I never know what those are called. Yeah, light tubes. Um, Fluorescent light yeah. tubes, if you want to be. So, David Arquette had his neck cut open in this yeah. match. Um, lots of blood. Lots of it, man. And um, I guess what had happened is he kind of panicked and it turned into a bit of a shoot. Um, He panicked and I guess he tried to make the match end, try to, uh, you know, go home. Because right after his neck was cut open, um, he goes for like a pin. Mm -hmm. And that didn't happen. Uh, Nick Gage kicks out. And at that point, David Arquette just gets up and kind of leaves the ring. Holding his neck, and then he's like, "You know what? I'm gonna get back in the ring." Uh, they kind of shoot for a little bit, or I mean, it was kind of a mess of what was going on. Um, in the end, uh, David Arquette kind of just laid laid down and took a pin. So, um, um, yeah, man, and I had saw this Saturday morning, Sunday morning, uh. Sunday morning, because I think it happened. Yeah. No, so no. I saw it. Maybe Friday. It happened, yeah, it happened Friday. Yeah, Friday yeah. night. So Saturday so, morning. Yeah. Yeah. Saw it Saturday morning, and the first thing I tweeted was, "I have nothing but respect for David Arquette." Let me tell you, um, someone who you know is a celebrity. Yeah. He's probably well off. Um, he's probably not making much on the indies. No, probably not. And, um, I mean, you have to actually love wrestling to want to be in a death match. Yeah, I think it shows with David Arquette that he loves the art of wrestling and just the sport and the inter- entertainment aspect of it. Every, I think he just enjoys the whole thing. Um, yeah. He put out a statement saying, you know, he death matches overall are pretty much not for him. Um, and stating that it was not his intention to, uh, bring any, like, negative looks. Negative press? Because this story, I mean, like, crossed over to mainstream. Yeah, sort of. I think, I think on social media, because I don't think, I mean. I mean, nobody, no news outlet. Yeah, I think um, mainstream media could have definitely, yeah, Yeah. I think they could have definitely blown it out of proportion. Yeah, but for the most part, like, because it was really just articles, um, it was it wasn't like you know the '90s kind of down yeah. with wrestling type of vibe. They were just you know 
reporting the facts of it. Yeah. Um, and of course, because it's a celebrity, it's going to be, you know, talked about and whatnot. Um, and, and I'm glad about that. I think it could have gone worse where mainstream media could have been like, let's start targeting wrestling now again, just because. Yeah, I mean, they do it all the time, um, not to get off track or anything, but like with things like Fortnite, where it's like a lot of kids are playing it. Yeah. And just because it has guns and shooting and then like anytime there's a mass shooting, the question is, should kids be playing video games like this? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and they could do that easily with wrestling. Like, should kids be watching wrestling? Yeah. Um, because you could kind of see how like heels could end up being bullies and mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Yeah, And it, I mean, they've kind of done that in the past, like really in the nineties, you know, when yeah. the was going on. They did it after, you know, the Benoit incident. That was the big thing to target was wrestling. Yeah. Um, and I guess we're just all lucky that it didn't happen this time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, I think from David Arquette's side of it, um, he handled the situation the best that he can, I think. Yeah. Um, from my point of view... Uh, the Nick Gage guy don't know much about him. Right. Um, the way I see it is, I think he should have, you know, went home at the moment that uh David Arquette kind of started freaking out because yeah. I think you could kind of see at there's a certain point where he kind of you know um expresses that to Nick Gage that he's kind of freaking out. Yeah. Um, I think at that point. Um, you need to just get over your ego and, you know, get pinned, go home. Uh, um, yeah, I agree with you on that. I think he just didn't want to get pinned. Um, yeah. Cause they, then they had this like awkward minute in the ring where like they're just grappling each other and yeah. then, uh, he hit him with like a hip toss kind of not even. Yeah. And then got the pin and that's it. Um, I think if you see that you're. I could understand that if the guy's another wrestler, uh-huh. like, sure, like, they should be able to calm down in the ring immediately. Yeah. Do whatever, you know, the finish is supposed to be, and then go home right away. Yeah. But when it's someone like David Arquette, who's from outside of the business, you know, he has, like, trained legitimately. Yeah. Um. And even with just, like, his age, like... If you see that he's panicking and freaking out, like, just go home as quick as possible. Yeah. And I think he should have done that where, like, David Arquette went for a pin. It, it wouldn't have mattered much because... No, not at all. I think uh, when you look at things like this, especially, I mean, I don't think people are watching the indies, like, in the sense of, like, keeping stats. You know, like... Yeah, for sure. That's one of those things where it's, like, you're not... Really, I mean, I'm saying this from a point of view of, like, someone that's, like, a casual watcher of, like, the indie scene. Like, I kind of know what's going on in the indie scene just from, like, social, but I'm not invested completely in there. So, it's like, when someone comes from the indies into the WWE, I don't think of, like, oh, this person lost to David Arquette or something like that, you know? Um I think an example of that is like um, wrestlers like Joey Ryan. I think Joey Ryan uh, 
the way he holds himself as far as like things that he does. I don't yeah. think he takes himself as serious as oh, for others sure. do. I mean, how can you take yourself serious? Well, no, like I, I think in the it. in the sense of like he knows that that scene shouldn't be, you know, so serious with things like right. that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, you you got a couple hundred people in the room that saw it, and sure, and everybody who did see it, and anybody who was watching. I mean, if you're watching Joey Janela's L.A. Confidential, I mean, you got to have, like, you got to have an understanding of the inside of the business. So it wouldn't have hurt this Nick Gage guy to just get the pin from David Arquette. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, if, if a big company like WWE could sweep under the rug the fact that SmackDown got a win on Sunday night, um pretty sure some indie show could sweep under one match yeah pretend like it never happened yeah um it's it's that simple um man i feel like i had a lot more to talk about that whole situation when it was fresh in my mind yeah but nothing but respect to david arquette 100 um, former wcw world champ right yeah there the king of the death match the king of the death match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so yeah, other than that, outside of the WWE, what what should we uh is there anything um, else? Nothing really big on the like on the scale of that Dave Meltzer situation, but Dave Meltzer. I mean Dave Meltzer. Uh Dave Arquette. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh man, disrespect. Yeah, my mind is uh because I was thinking outside, what has Dave Meltzer said recently? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it's something Dave Meltzer hasn't said. Rumors about Rey Mysterio's son uh, wrestling and what his name might be. Um, okay. Ray just put in a, in a, I don't know what it's called, like a copyright. Um, I don't know. He's trying to trademark the name. Okay. Prince Mysterio. Okay. And then uh, the same name in Spanish. Which I don't know what Prince is in Spanish. Principal. No, just kidding. I don't know. Probably. Something like that. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. I mean, that might be a little hint that he might be coming into the, uh, you know. Into the into biz. The scene. I mean, he's already in the biz. He's training, but, you know, actually get some matches in, okay. you know. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I can't think of anything else that's. Me neither. Um, NXT TakeOver was this Saturday. Yeah. Um, my opinion on the whole show uh, might have been the best NXT show for like in a while, in my opinion. I feel like the last few have been very like, like eh, they, they were good, but mainly overhyped. And I feel like this mm-hmm. one was like a good, like a really good one. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, um, shout out to David Arquette for making it to that takeover. Yeah. You kept saying you've seen him in the crowd. Yeah, but he I... was like, um, so in the camera view, the way that they would show, he yeah. was like left side um, corner. Okay. Like yeah, third I didn't or fourth see. row. Um, what was your favorite match of the night? Oh, uh, the War Games match. I mean, it was just so good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, that match was really, really good. Um, who do you think stood out the most? 
Ooh. in that match. Um, I think for me, it would be Hanson from War Raiders. Yeah. a big guy like that shouldn't be doing the stuff that he was doing. And I haven't really seen much from the War Raiders. Uh-huh. Um, but I know everyone else would be having their eyes on Ricochet. But for me, it was, it was Hanson. Yeah, I think the War Raiders as just a whole team. Uh, as a unit. Yeah, as a unit. Yeah really shined um it's big boy season it is big boy season i'm very upset he did a handstand springboard okay and not a single person has gifted it yeah no i didn't see anything about that not um, a spot single and it was just like when it happened i lost my mind yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like i so earlier he had just springboarded which is crazy yeah in itself but then he, later on, he does a handstand, bounces off the ropes, and then back elbows. Yeah. That was, like... Yeah, I lost my mind. I jumped out my seat and, like, wanted <laughs> to run around the house. But then I knew, like, we were getting close to the finish. So. Yeah, so we would have missed something. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I think... I think that's kind of the reason why that spot didn't get attention. Because it was part yeah. of the finish, like... Or it was, like, just thrown in there with the rest of the finish, and I think people were just so... It, it was very sandwiched between the double moonsault from Ricochet. Yeah. And the finish. Yeah. So it was, like... And, by the way, um, I heard that uh, this is the first time a double moonsault has happened in WWE. Yeah. Um, I heard Ricochet still flipping as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> He's just flipping and flipping yeah. and flipping. Man, he's like, it's it's stuff like if you told me, oh, Ricochet's gonna hit a double moonsault, I couldn't visualize it in my head and be like, he probably would just do a moon, he would just do a moonsault, right? Uh huh. But then he does it with such ease, you're like, of course he can do a double moonsault. Like, yeah, and it was so good he could have landed on his feet. If yeah, he, he really could have. Yeah. Um. One thing that I really liked about this match is the pace of it. Like, you think, like, oh, we got to wait all this time for every member. For the match to officially start. (laughs) of each team to officially start the match. Like, this is going to get boring. But it did not have that at all. Like, it was, there was never a boring time. It's like, it's kind of like if they wrote, like, so it's, it starts with one person of each yeah team so it's like they kind of like wrote one match uh-huh. to be like a singles match yeah. and then the ma- next person to come in they wrote it as like a handicap match yeah and then a tag team match yeah and then like so on and so forth so it's like each moment of like having to wait for the match to actually start it didn't like feel like they were trying to just like um waste time until everybody was in there yeah um it just felt like a well-paced like and everything was still kind of fresh like throughout the match yeah because in like something like this with that concept where you know most of the time one team will be outnumbered yeah you kind of just assume it's just going to be brawl yeah brawl 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 and that's all it's going to be and it wasn't it was like actual wrestling yeah exactly you know then they got the weapons in, and it just enhanced everything. Yeah. Or at sometimes you put a weapon in, and it just yeah exactly ruins the match. Yeah. Um, 
it almost feels like you expect it to be like a Royal Rumble type of vibe, where it's like yeah. there's so many people in there, or like there's not. Or okay, so like the Royal Rumble. When the people that don't really matter are in there that you know aren't going to win, yeah. or they know aren't going to win, yeah. they don't really write them spots, really. Right, yeah. And that's what you kind of expect, like, that there's not going to be any spots until everybody's in the ring. Yeah. And that's not what it was like at all. It no, 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 not at all. Never and a dull moment. No, man. Um, Super good match from start to finish. Um, Kyle O'Reilly... Learned something from last year, though. What was that? Um, not getting hit by the chair once it bounces off the rope. Oh. Even though he did get hit by it then right after, but... I, I like that. It was a little nod to the last match. Yeah. And a little nod to the Undisputed Eras being the veterans of the match. Yes. Um, who was it? I think, um... Roderick Strong? Wait, okay, so who won last? Um I think it was I think it was on the speed era. Yeah, so I think Roderick Strong is the only person out of that whole match that yeah. has never won the War Games match. Yeah. Everybody else has <laughs> yeah, won. Everybody else involved has, has had one War Games victory. Yeah. That's just interesting. A, I didn't even think about that. That's a little fun <laughs> stat for you guys. I didn't even think about that. Um that's pretty good. Another Good match, or I'm not even gonna say good. I'm gonna say excellent match. Mm-hmm. Uh, was the women's NXT title match? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I definitely felt like they rushed that match, okay. which, with how many matches they had on the card, which wasn't a lot, they could have given that match a lot more time. Um, at times it felt rushed, like between. I don't know, the time between falls just felt so small that it just felt like like they could have just made it a you know, any other match. Yeah. Um look. I we kinda talked about that a little bit. Yeah. And I'm gonna say I disagree with that because I felt like it was paced perfectly. Like if it would have gone any longer there would have been dull moments, I feel like. Um Sure. Um Kind of like the Johnny Gargarbo and Ooh, oh my Alistair Black. God, come on! Um, You're not and serious, even, are you? <laughs> even Tommaso Ciampa and uh, and Velveteen. Yeah, um, there's a lot of um, like just time being wasted. I feel like. Yeah, I, I I can agree a little there with those two matches. There were there was a lot of downtime. Yeah, um, where this one kind of just. Got everything in that he needed to get in. Yeah. Um, That's what I liked I think about was it. great. But I also think they could have gone longer and it would have been... They could have done meaningful stuff as well. Mm, true. I mean, I think that match was just excellent. Yeah, sure. It's good. It was good. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, the other matches... I don't really have much to say about them. Other than I think... Um, well, we didn't even talk about who won that one. Uh, Shayna Baszler. Well, I mean, if you're a foreigner, a you should know. Well, yeah, but that was a shock to me, at least. I don't know about you or anyone else, but to uh, me, I don't know why. I just I think at this point, 
I don't have any expectations. And I think I, I, I think I, I even predicted that she would win, but it was still a surprise to me. No, yeah, um, I, I predicted that Carrie Sane would have won that. Yeah, but that's just because that's what I want, and I right. wasn't predicting on what I thought I would, or See, what I thought. Well, yeah. yeah, um, I think I kind of have like no expectations with their rivalry, right? Because. We've seen the title uh, change hands in that rivalry, so yeah, I kind of had no expectations. Um, it was a cool way though that she won, reversing the um, the elbow. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Was yeah, it into, into the roll up? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Super oh. good. Yeah, that's all I have to say about it. What about the involvement of? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, the yeah. Four horsewomen, and then. Coming to save the day, um, Dakota Kai and uh, Ayo Shirai. Yeah, all that rhymes. Uh, Um, I liked it because I think it it makes it easier to then put a rivalry between you know those two and and um, Ayo Shirai and Dakota Kai. Um, Because I feel like I don't know. I think. With the horsewomen, you need. I, th- I feel like with their debut matches, there needs to be, like a little. You need to care about them for a reason. You need to care. To okay. wa- like there needs to be a reason why you want to see them. Yeah. Because everyone else, we've kind of seen debut. We want to see them because they were in the May Young Classic or they're indies yeah, stars okay. or. So um, with them, I think it's important that. They were involved in this, so they have a kind of a story. Yeah, that we can kind, be. It's kind of like, I guess, from my perspective, I'd be like, oh, I'm tired of them getting involved in this. Like, right. And then once you build that, um, with the viewers of them like tired of seeing them being involved but not really having matches, then when you finally put them in the match, it means something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then, what else? I mean, Ayo Shirai's perfect moonsault. Let me say, oh, it's yeah. amazing. Best moon. I'll say right now, best moonsault in wrestling. I'll agree. And I will all. agree. And that's it. Um, nothing else I really want to talk about in NXT Takeover. Um, um what about the opening match, man? That lasted a whole like a second 10 seconds we're probably. gonna if we talk about it we're gonna talk more about it than yeah <laughs> the actual match lasted and i that's don't want to do that yeah, yeah that's true okay um so on to the main show of the weekend mm-hmm. uh survivor series the, the survivor, survivor series. series um we kind of uh caught we kind of uh hopped in kind of late didn't we uh yeah we hopped in um during the pre-show match yeah which was a i don't know how far along we were i think i don't think we're were all already gone i think who the colognes yeah they were gone already um um and i think someone from raw was gone as well i don't know though yeah i'm not sure but i think when it got to the like towards the end of the match it was when it was getting like really really good yeah it was Um, getting really good um which of course he got some great tag teams in there yeah, we got the revival. We got the new day. We got the Usos. Um, 
That's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh no, we had the Good Brothers. We had the Good but Brothers, they done, but they were done dirty. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of you know, I feel like there was a lot of opportunities missed. Yeah, with for sure. people in Survivor Series altogether. We'll, yeah. we'll kind of get to it. Um, but yeah, this was the only SmackDown victory, but they keep sweeping it under the rug yeah. that it even happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's because you told me yeah, that the rumored reason is that um they had written the comp- the entire show to be a raw sweep, even this match. Um, but I guess something was miscommunicated, so when they were producing the match, they had wrote it for SmackDown to go over. Okay. And so, because they did that, you know, you're not going to produce the match all over again. Um, so they just let it happen and then ignored it. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, yeah. I think it's, I, I mean, I don't really understand the whole idea of why they're ignoring it. Because it doesn't hurt raw at all that just the tech team um it doesn't but then you can't make a promo about how you swept smackdown you know it but saying that you swept them doesn't make a big difference to me i feel like i mean i guess i don't know you know what i'm saying um to me it doesn't matter anyways At, at this point i've learned not to take survivor series so seriously say that five times fast um <laughs> because i mean we already know that raw is the a show well okay so i will say this based off what you just said uh-huh. not to take it so seriously yeah that's how i felt going into survivor series but after survivor series i feel very different about that um, taking it serious because not in the sense of like who had more wins and whatnot yeah. but I didn't think they would go the route they did with certain matches, um, mainly just like the Ronda Rousey match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that got very like you got to kind of keep that going. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you don't really yeah, think I that think, of Survivor Series. Yeah, I think all I was the only part I, I wouldn't take seriously is the vic- is the victories, like the outcomes. Yeah. Um, because I feel like that. So that match definitely is going to lead into something in the future as well. Yeah. Um, which is, I think I kind of like might have an idea of where they might take that. Um, what other match? Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Oh, yeah. Maybe I over. <laughs> maybe I overthought it. the Universal versus WWE Championship match. Not so much though. No, I mean, I don't know. I think maybe overall the actual like wrestling side of it sure uh, yeah meant more than anything but yeah. so let's just talk about the ronda rousey uh charlotte flair match ronda rousey charlotte also known as ronda rousey's first wrestling match in the wwe yeah i mean stone cold said it himself it's great to see some actual wrestling yeah <laughs> or something along <laughs> those lines uh, um and he probably didn't mean it the same way that we do but it is great to see Ronda Rousey finally wrestle. Um, yeah. I thought she was really good. Um, uh, I'm not going to say she was good. I think them as a unit. Sure. And yeah, yeah. With the time they had to prepare for this match. The outcome was really good. Um, I like the way they went with the whole finish of like Charlotte getting herself disqualified mm-hmm. and brutally 
destroying Ronda Rousey with a kendo stick. Yeah, I mean, like, she was not holding back on this. And even during the match, like, there was certain... Oh, yeah, I mean, like, during the match, there was... and kicks and chops yeah, that she chops, was not definitely. holding back with. I mean, even things like hip tosses and yeah. stuff like that. She looked like she was going full force, and I think that might have been, like, the first actual taste of, like, what this company is about and what the business is about for ronda rousey yeah and who better to serve that to her than charlotte flair yeah who i mean you can argue that maybe she is the reason for the evolution yeah i mean there's a lot of people that we could blame the evolution on blame yeah like triple h credit it to (laughs) blame you make it sound like a bad thing no no not at all credit it to yeah credit to yeah yeah Um, yeah but i think Charlotte is, she's not going to give special treatment to anyone, I feel right, like. Right, yeah. Because I think she definitely had to earn her stripes as well. Like, she yeah, could have, she could have easily been handed everything because she is Charlotte Flair, the daughter of Ric Flair. Yeah. But she definitely earned her way in this. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, not just because, like, she grinded it out. She started at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And not at the bottom, but NXT is definitely, you know, she could have easily just been thrown onto main roster. Yeah. But she started at NXT and grinded it out. And her skill is just, her talent is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, She's definitely a locker room leader. Yeah, definitely. For the women. Um, so I think that she might have a certain view on like the way they're kind of treating Rhonda. Yeah. Especially with like, when you look at her other matches and she hasn't had a match that's this like rowdy <laughs> wow. for the lack of a better I term. That. <laughs> like, no, just, I mean, that's the only word I could think of. Like, cause it wasn't, it didn't get too far. Like, it didn't go too far, I feel like, in my um, opinion. Yeah, no, no, no. It was just the right amount of, like, intensity for her to kind of get checked in. Yeah. But then, at the same time, I think you look at the match that Ronda Rousey had on Monday, and you can easily tell that, you know, like, she just, it. she needs a lot of preparation yeah. Before each match. Because she had, in my opinion, a terrible match with Mickey James. It looked like they had no idea what was going to happen. It was like, you know, I think you could easily take Charlotte and Carmella, put them in the ring without them knowing that they're going to have a match, and they'll make something happen. Yeah. You know, this looked like me and you got the, in the ring without <laughs> yeah. any, like, conversation of what we're going to do. And... You know, it just looks like two kids are just trying to do what they've seen on TV. That's right. exactly what it looked like. Um, and I'm because, sure I didn't watch it, but I'm sure it was more of a Ronda Rousey match. Than, yeah, it it was a, more of a Ronda Rousey match, but it looked kind of like they wanted to give Mickey James some type of offense, uh-huh. and it wasn't a Mickey James like offense. Like she was yeah. doing mostly like kicks and stuff. Right. Okay. And when she tried to grapple, it looked like. What happened at the end of David Arquette's match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think just with all that, like, you can kind of tell, like, how much preparation is going into each match, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. 
I think they're legit going, I mean, like, move by move with Ronda Rousey, like, telling her what's going to happen exactly, Yeah, you know, like, written out completely right. for her. Which was the case um, with her match against Nia. So I really wouldn't be surprised if that was the case yeah. with Charlotte. Yeah, so, I mean, for the amount of time that they had to do that, I think uh-huh. that match came out perfect. Um, yeah. But I think there has to be a lot more work put into Ronda Rousey. I think with someone like that, um, they shouldn't be the champion. No, 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 no. Without a doubt, she shouldn't. Because be. it's, I don't think that's a good representation of the division that you're representing. Right. Um. So yeah. Uh, what else can I say about that? Uh, that was and pretty, then, pretty good. And then also, I think. Um, like I said earlier, this match, I feel like it's going to go further mm-hmm. into the future. I think yeah. this would be a perfect, um, kind of a, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon, uh-huh. but this is going to be one of those things could, that could be brought up in the situation that there will be a, um, horsewoman versus horsewoman. Sure. Match. Yeah. Yeah. Because that then creates the, um. I guess the reason why the tensions, yeah, the tensions between not just certain people, but like now we have two people from the WWE's horsewomen that have issues with Ronda Rousey. Right. Yeah. You took care of that, you know, without them having to be on the same show. Right. And then there's, uh, Sasha and Bailey that are on the same show as Ronda. Mm -hmm. You know, that's going to be a piece of cake. Yeah. I mean, make it happen. Yeah, especially with Char- Sasha. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Charlotte did. I think what Sasha wishes she could have done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but um, yeah, I like that. Um, and I hope they do that. I hope they go that way. And um, I also was hoping that um, Charlotte were to get suspended for that for what happened, right. like her, because she did like lay hands on officials. officials. Many. Yeah, Officials. five to be five exact. If that's Officials. the exact five number, WWE yeah. officials, which means like two. <laughs> like when when WWE says five, that means two of them got hit. So right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I would have liked her to get suspended. I think that would have yeah. uh, made the story even like more badass, but. You mentioned that Becky Lynch is out right now, yeah. so we can't really take two of the biggest names on SmackDown's women's division and just get rid of them. Yeah. Um. And then Charlotte just had an amazing promo on SmackDown. She did well. very flair. She went full flair. Yeah. Um, Hit the woo mid-sentence. Yeah. It's kind of hard to tell if she's full heel right now. It is. It's very hard to tell if she's heal at all yeah or if she's just like maybe just changing her character because i think you can go that's true i think you can go the route of i'm the best i can take on anyone and still be babyface. yeah which is kind of like with i feel like the approach they've taken with aj styles yeah um so it's a little unclear whether she's uh, yeah. face or heel i think we'll 
we'll find out when Becky comes back. Yeah, I was just about to say that. By the time Becky's back, I think we'll have it set in stone whether she's babyface or heel. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, the best stuff going on right now is in the women's division. Yeah, absolutely, like. 100%. And it's crazy because it's not... It is the best stuff happening, but it's also like it's not happening on the same brands. Yeah. So, I mean... It's just the whole division as a whole, really. Would be interesting to see if, like, that's well. going to be a factor in not having a brand uh, split thing yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Definitely be interesting once the Fox deal comes around. Yeah. Um... What other match can we talk well, about? Speaking about the women, we should just go into the women um, traditional 5-on-5 five five women's <laughs> Survivor Series elimination match. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about that heat on Nia Jax. Oh, yeah. Uh, instant heat. Her oh song plays God. and she gets booed and it's real heat. And it's, it's not, real heat. It's not work heat. It's like you punched, which is strange because you're mad at... The fact that you punched someone and got someone over. Yeah. Like, we're mad at you that you're the reason we're cheering somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, not that anything is good about getting injured. No, no, no. But I think Becky getting injured has helped so many people (laughs) on the roster. It helped Nia get over as a heel. Like, authentic heel. Yeah. She's getting booed. Even when she just got into the ring, you know, yeah. she gets the tag, she gets to the ring, booze. Yeah. And I love um, that she's playing into it, like yeah, and brushing she, off her fist yeah, and yeah, yeah. stuff like Amazing. that. Amazing. Um, it's got Becky over yeah. because now Becky's the most badass woman on the roster. Yeah. She took a punch to the face yeah. and kept going. Let's put Charlotte over again. Yeah, because I think the crowd was having a hard time um, being on Charlotte's side yeah, as a absolutely. baby face. Yeah. So. so it's got Charlotte over again. Um, and Ronda Rousey there. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Ronda Rousey had her first good, good match. Yeah, yeah, good singles match. Yeah, so not to say there's anything good about being injured, but, you know. Some good outcomes. With a little, what's the saying? A little rain brings, I don't know. Sunshine? Cares? I don't know. I've <laughs> never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just made it up. But yeah, uh, Naya with that big heat. Um, I thought it was a good match. I think there's there's a lot more that we could have seen, like mixing of who we could have seen in the ring together. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Raw got that win, obviously. Naya being the sole survivor after yeah. allowing Asuka to uh, make Sasha tap out. Just threw Sasha off the top. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Let Asuka get her in the arm bar, and then she became the sole survivor. Yeah. And I remember when that happened, you were like, what is she doing? Yeah. <laughs> not realizing she is a heel. Yeah. Um, well, not, I mean, and I think that was a good, it was a good reaction to have, obviously. Yeah, like, exactly. Something like that does throw you off, off guard and like, well, it's because nobody you, saw it coming. You, you kind of have the idea of like, these people are supposed to be friends for one night. Yeah. It's supposed to be about. Yeah. Brand it's not that yeah, at all. Yeah. I yeah. think at the end of the day, they. Their individual stories still play into what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that kind of showed the importance of what you just said. That it's the individual story over the whole yeah. brand supremacy. Which is why, going back to what I said earlier, try not to take the victories too seriously. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, now you got that Soul Survivor win. Amazing heat on her. I'm loving it, man. Yeah. Loving it. I agree. Um, Let's talk about how they did my boy Samoa Joe oh dirty. Uh, I think he definitely could have shined. Dude, they absolutely did Samoa Joe dirty. I think in a way they tried to protect him. But by doing that, it kind of hurt him. Because I could see where, I could see in a sense how keeping him in there too long against the team that Raw had um, sure. could kind of destroy the idea of like, what would happen if Samoa Joe and Drew McIntyre got in the ring and had a match together? Uh-huh. You know, like, I think yeah. they were trying to protect the idea of all those matches happening and... You know, maybe they have plans of those type of things happening in the future, and they don't want us to feel like, oh, we kind of already know what would happen. Um, sure, yeah. By just, you know, a quick elimination, if that makes any sense at all. I still think he did him so dirty, man. But yeah, I, I agree. I think like, he could have shined in this match. Yeah, he really could have. I mean, Joe, I think they've just done his whole career dirty. In the WWE. Yeah, kind of. I mean, but... I also think to the... Uh, AJ Styles... Uh, 365 that they aired after the show. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes we forget these guys are getting older. Sure, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe a Survivor Series... Traditional Survivor Series match. A traditional... Five on five Survivor Series elimination match. Yeah, maybe is not the place you want Samoa Joe to like spend too much time. Sure, because you want to protect him for other things you have planned. For right, him. like Mark Henry said, you only have so many bumps. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I can see your point. They want to save um, his bumps for more meaningful moments, but I mean, come yeah. on, man. I don't know. Um, I mean, it could be something like where his knee actually from, you know, they were kind of working his knee in his previous rivalry. Yeah. Maybe there's something like that going on, and that's why they... Sure, yeah. Were, Just wrote him out thing. real quick. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um. Other than that, man, I think really watching this match, you see where the SmackDown team, like, really lacked, like, a... Um, yeah. Like, thorough team. Yeah, Raw's team... I think Raw's team um, came in strong. Like that's the future of, yeah, of of WWE. Other than Bobby Lashley, <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's the future right there. You know, yeah, you got Finn, you got Braun, you got Drew, and you got Dolph. SmackDown, you have the old timers are there. Yeah, you You've had got, Jeff Hardy, Rey Mysterio. Shane, I mean, all of them, Shane. other than Samoa Joe being yeah. taken out early, The Miz, Ray, Jeff, and Shane. Yeah. It's like... I think one thing that I really liked about SmackDown's team is they were showing some type of, like, actual teamwork. Yeah, for sure. And that's what made you believe that they're going to be able to knock off the Raw team. Yeah. Because they they looked like they were trying to keep it all together and, like, do it for the brand. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. Which was kind of... I mean, I think that was the story of the entire match. Especially, like, with The Miz. Yeah. Kind of holding everything together. Yeah. Taking a new, um, a new approach as a babyface, maybe? 
I mean, that's what it looks like, but he does have very, like, heel intentions. Yeah, I mean, he had Shane do the coast-to-coast twice back and yeah. back, you know, back, back. That's not very babyface of you. I mean, I think he even tried to sacrifice Shane to Braun Strowman, yeah. I think, also. Yeah, I think so not that's very... what happened. And then he made Shane jump from the from the corner onto yeah. the no, sable. It's not very babyface um, in that regard. Yeah. No, um, I mean, he did he did try to keep the team, you know, together on the same page. Yeah. I mean, it was it was fun to watch, I guess. Yeah. Um What other matches uh Let's just talk about the Universal Champion uh Brock Lesnar versus the WWE. I what what is this title called nowadays? It's the WWE, WWE World Heavyweight World Heavyweight Championship. Okay. I'm just going to call it the WWE title. Yeah, I think it... I'm the a, WWE champion. Most people do. Um, Daniel Bryan. Um, man, that one was a tough one to watch at the yeah. beginning. Um, It was all tough to watch for me. Really? Um, I think... I yeah. mean, I, I did not once see Daniel Bryan... Um, come into contact with the mat after a suplex because I just had to look away. Okay. On every suplex, I had to look away. Um. Yeah, I mean, it was just it, it was hard to watch. Yeah, I think. Oh man, like the first two suplexes, man, were tough to see. Like he definitely landed like pretty hard on his head, not on his head, but like his neck and like. I don't know. They just weren't very clean landings. And then there was a point in the match where um, Brock started doing the... He started doing it. I feel like he started doing the suplex kind of differently. Like, he, it looked a little bit less of, like, him tossing him pretty far. Um, yeah. And And, and there was... I think there was definitely a conscious decision to do the belly-to-belly as opposed to the German. uh Uh-huh. Which was definitely better. For Daniel Bryan, he has more control of his landing. Yeah, um, but ugh, just still hard to watch. Like no, no yeah. matter what, it was it was tough. Um, but and then I don't know. It was weird because it t- this is definitely like Brock's second best match <laughs> ever. His first being AJ Styles. <laughs> so last year, <laughs> yeah, and I'm talking in wrestling wise because yeah. he's had. Uh, great matches with Roman Reigns. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, actual wrestling, and I think him, like, selling, uh-huh. um, selling the moves that they did to him. Yeah, I was And surprised. being cooperative in the match, it seemed like, with for some reason, with Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, he has, like, a respect for them, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. I mean, um, there was that tweet, you know. Um, I didn't see. Said something along the lines of, it's surprising... Seeing Brock sell for certain people like AJ, Daniel, and Roman. And then consciously deciding not to for people like Braun. Yeah. So there's kind of like a thought that maybe he just doesn't respect Braun Strowman. Do you think it might be an ego thing that there's another guy Um, as big as me? No, no, no. I don't think it's an ego thing because I think an ego thing would be... This match with Daniel. Like, I was very surprised to what degree he was selling 
I mean, yeah, stuff. like the guy took a freaking kick to the face that left yeah. the print of um, Daniel Bryan's boot or shoe, whatever he yeah. wears, on the side of Brock's face. And you compare that to when Braun kind of shot a stiff one on him uh-huh. and he you could hear him like say chill the fuck out or yeah. something along those lines like it, i don't know it surprised me it, yeah um, that he didn't just instantly rip daniel bryan apart when he was going for those stomps because they were yeah. all, every single one connected i mean clearly we yeah, saw pretty the hard of his shoe on his face yeah um i don't know man i, I don't that was like it's like the videos you see where it's a big old dog playing with a little dog, and you're just like, oh, this, is, <laughs> this is gonna go bad. Yeah, this is gonna go bad. Yeah. And you see the little dog try to attack the big dog, and you're like, it's gonna rip yeah. his head off, and it just doesn't happen. And you're like, how did how did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> how is this little dog still alive? Uh, I think that was uh, my reaction during the whole Daniel Bryan Brock Lesnar match. Really. Yeah. It was. Um... I was more surprised that I enjoyed this match as much as I did, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think they really led you to believe that Daniel Bryan could have won. Yeah, and that they was did. enough. They really did. I yeah. think that was enough for me, like, to, like, be, like, not disappointed with Brock winning. Sure, yeah. And I think that was the same situation with, like, the AJ Styles match. Yeah. And yeah. you said something like that they're kind of very similar formats. They were very similar where they opened, you think it's going to be a Brock match. Yeah. Suplex, 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 F5, and it's over. Uh-huh. Um, but then, when you least expect it, the smaller guy, you know, AJ or Daniel, gets the upper hand, and they're doing their stuff, and Brock's selling, and then it goes back to Brock, and then it kind of goes to the Daniel and AJ, and then it goes to Brock at the end. Finally. Yeah. I, oh, man. Another thing, uh, we're kind of just, like, bouncing around everywhere. Another yeah. thing I really liked is Paul Heyman's, like, facial expressions oh at the beginning God. of the match when um, Brock is just tossing around Daniel Bryan. Like, his concern that he, like, he looked like he was actually concerned about, yeah. like, maybe this match was not a good idea. Yeah. Because every time he would land, he, like, he had his, like, hands covering his face, like, but I think there was a point in the match where Paul Heyman felt like, okay, this is going fine. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They're definitely comfortable with what's going on. Yeah. Um, But yeah. That was a, I almost want to watch the match again. I don't. <laughs> I don't ever want to watch it. Even knowing that Daniel's fine now, I don't ever want to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just still too much. I mean. Too hard to watch. I don't know. Just. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Do you feel like there's times where you could, like, rewatch a match and kind of, like, pick at the match more than, like, because when you're watching live, you kind of don't have a, the time to, like, acknowledge every detail. Do you ever yeah. feel like there's times where a match like that one or a match like maybe even Charlotte Ronda or you watch it back and then you could almost, like, pick at things and be like, oh, my gosh, like, I didn't notice that, but yeah. this is a detail that, like. Um, is why the match. Yes, I think a hundred percent. Um, you could do that. I'm sure there's a lot from that match that we missed. I think if you if you were to probably to watch AJ versus Brock, mm-hmm. and then Daniel versus Brock, you would probably notice a lot of 
similarities or maybe you know little hints at each other yeah um for sure just like the war games match there's a little hint of the last one and okay yeah that might be something i'm gonna do in my uh you know my off time just rewatch matches and see what type and of the things. times that you're not watching wrestling you'll watch more wrestling watch more wrestling <laughs> <laughs> yeah um man it feels like there's so much more to talk about yeah but we're like coming up on an hour almost yeah, yeah, um, yeah. one thing i do want to say is uh i felt a little bit like a cesaro sheamus fan this weekend <laughs> Which is not the normal. I think I was just, you know, so hyped for Team Blue to win that, like, not only that, it's like you have an expectation that AOP is definitely going to destroy Sheamus and Cesaro, but then when you see them actually having a decent match, or pretty good match, in my opinion, it kind of tells, like, it told me a little bit more about Seamus and Cesaro, like who yeah. they are as a character. Yeah. Um, I guess like, I think they're a lot. Um, I don't know how to really word it, I guess, because I feel like they're almost like the AOP mm-hmm. of how you feel like they should be dominant. They're just not as big as AOP. Like they don't have that look of like, yeah. well, these guys are huge and dangerous and scary right. looking. They have more of like, just same Seamus and Cesaro look. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I feel like their character kind of, um, like, hurts them. I've, they don't have enough character. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I think that's what it is. They're, they're just Definitely, these guys yeah. that stick their thumbs out and say, you know. We're the bear. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that hurts them. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I, I, I agree with you and I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah. But, I don't know, like, I'm starting, because of that match, I feel like I'm going to pay a little bit more attention to their matches yeah that are not including the new day because <laughs> that rivalry um is a great one it is but i think in that rivalry the new day just outshines cesaro and sheamus so i think maybe that's yeah. why well i think that's why because yeah because of the aop dull. thing yeah. they feel like so, all right so when you put aop and sheamus and cesaro against each other you feel like sheamus and cesaro are the the underdogs. Yes. And I feel like I always gravitate towards the underdog unless it's Daniel Bryan. <laughs> um, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> unless it's Daniel Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> Except for this match because I don't like Brock Lesnar at all. Yeah. So <laughs> when you put Sheamus and Zaro against the New Day, the New Day then feels like the underdog. Yeah. So I feel like they need to somehow find a way to make Seamus and Cesaro, like you acknowledge that they're, they have talent, but make them feel like they're underdog. Yeah. Um, in the matches, uh, which is tough to do because of their size. It is. And, and you know, that they're heel. I don't, I don't think you can go that route with them being heel. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, it's just tough. Yeah, it definitely is. I want to say something. About the piss spot. Yeah. I saw everybody on Twitter being pissed off. No pun intended about okay. it. Like, this is so stupid. It's, it's a grown man peeing and WGB makes it. <laughs> First of all, the project's for the kids. Of course, they're going to do something stupid like that. And second of all, there's not a single person out there that was complaining about that spot. They can tell me 
if they were in the grasp of the Big Show, and if Big Show was choking them out, that they wouldn't piss themselves. Okay. And that's all I gotta say. I have a better excuse for that. Remember when Vince McMahon pissed himself? Yeah. And we got that great moment and that great photo of Stone Cold Steve Austin mm, holding yeah. the gun that said bang, like a little bang flag coming out the gun. Yeah. And yeah, there's yeah. just piss. Like, yeah. <laughs> that moment, nobody was mad at that moment. Sure. So for you to be mad at this moment, yeah, but yeah, yeah. love that moment, you're a hypocrite. Absolutely. And I think the piss moment um, protected the idea of um, Seamus and Cesaro losing yes because it's the distraction yeah that gets them i think all right yeah. so i think a lot of things i there was a lot of things that happened at survivor series in the outcomes of the matches to kind of protect um the other person the losers from yeah just, the say, losers. just say it the yeah, losers <laughs> the losers from like making them feel like they're less yeah you know yeah and that was one of them getting less the worthy of winning yeah. So my thing was just that you can't tell me if you were being choked out by the Big Show that you and, would piss your pants too. And it made for great pee jokes on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just wish, um, because there's definitely a mechanism involved. Because his pants. At first, I was like, is the joke that he's getting a boner? Yeah, joke... because he was reaching like. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just wish that would have worked better. It obviously didn't work as good as it was supposed to. Um, there's just one little strain of pee. Yeah, I mean, because he was like kind of like grabbing his pants also, and you're like, what yeah. is he doing? Is he gonna pull brass knuckles out his pants? Yeah. Uh, and then that wasn't the case, and he pissed himself. Um, I'm not gonna complain about it. Yeah. Because we're moving on to TLC. Um, I wish we had more time to talk about TLC, but we definitely do this every week, and we will have time to talk about where we're heading. In the future. Yes. Then, now, forever. Um, Then, now, forever. So. Um. Okay. Oh, what? You have a giveaway? No. I have something else I want to complain about. Uh, Just real quick on Raw. The Dean Ambrose promo. I'm really uncomfortable by them using Roman in the promos. I really don't like it at Um, all. Um, I, I just don't like it. And I'm surprised that I'm not seeing more people talk about it. Like, nobody... Yeah, cares. I saw people talk about it, but I think it wasn't. I I don't know. It just it didn't make sense for them to bring it up. Yeah, and it's just I don't. It's poor taste. Like what he said specifically this week was just poor taste. Yeah, that. But I think there's been worse things in WWE programming. Yeah, but I mean, I think I don't know if you, there had definitely has like the big shows. Jumped onto his dad's casket as boss man, take it away. Sure, but <laughs> that's not. I. <laughs> that's pretty bad. I don't think um, so. What? That's mm. not bad to you. The big boss man driving away with the big show's casket. Okay, so so one thing I did casket. find out this weekend, I think. I'm not sure, but I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think what, big shows. Big shows father had been passed for a while. Oh, okay. yeah. So that wasn't had, actually. Yeah, did. no, no, no. Oh. Uh, Big when Show's I, father had passed when okay. he was like in WCW. Or oh, so, my understanding was that he passed, and then there. Yeah, like, that's what I thought. I thought all story. that was kind of shoot. Like, yeah, shoot I, I, I definitely didn't. I definitely knew it wasn't his 
casket being yeah. dragged. Yeah, I, I thought I it was a shoot work. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. They worked us into a shoot. That's also what I thought. But, no, his father had been passed. Okay. Um, I believe he said that... Um, on a table for three, I think he believed he said his dad and his, like, trainer and... Mm. Maybe oh, his okay, you know what? Rent. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember yeah, him I saying remember three that. people had passed the same like time, yeah. uh, like around the same time, and you know he was just really focused on getting over. Yeah, and that's when they destroyed like someone's car. In, yeah, uh, in the parking lot. But it's too sidetracked. Right, but yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. No, look, <laughs> I just think you know I don't know I don't I do not like what he said. I don't think they should have done that. I think no, they yeah, should no. be getting some backlash from that. I don't. I don't know. It I think. Really I think more than anything, they were trying to get some cheap heat on sure. uh, on Dean Ambrose, but I don't think it worked at all because no. I think a lot of people just kind of brushed over it. Yeah. Because they didn't want to. Um, they weren't in favor of it, so they and they didn't want to make a big deal of it. I feel sure. like they. Well, I mean. Is, well then that the question is then is it just because Dean Ambrose did it and they like Dean Ambrose? No, no, no. I think if you react to it, mm-hmm. they'll make him say more things like that. You know what I'm saying? Sure. There, it's gonna be like if we boo at it, they're gonna be like that's working to get him heat. Let's continue to do, let's continue to use Roman in the story. Okay. But if you don't react to it at all, I think. That's trying, you know, that's going to get them to be like, okay, let's not even do it because it didn't bring the reaction we thought it would. Right. Kind of like the Nia Jax thing. They bring it in because it's getting a reaction. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I think that's might be the the reason. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too much about it. But, yeah. Yeah. Very tasteless. But, yes. I mean, like I said. The WWE has done things that really have gone too far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we went too far. Um, Been an hour. Yeah, we went too far just um, like Bobby Lashley's career. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what's the worst part about having Bobby Lashley to make fun of? What? <laughs> we can't make fun of Bobby Roode anymore. <laughs> That's true. It's like... Yeah. So... So thank you guys for listening if you made it this far. Um, and I'd like to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving, except for Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> uh, hope you guys have a great time. Have a bunch of turkey. Have a food fight in your living room or kitchen or whatever. Your dining room. Um, because what's a Thanksgiving without a food fight? Remember when SmackDown was on Thursdays and we would watch it during Thanksgiving dinner? It was amazing. Yeah, there was always a food fight. (laughs) 